You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Forfeit the game before somebody else takes you out of the frame. Put your name to shame, cover up your face. You can't run the race, the pace is too fast, you just won't last. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast. I'm James Yarko, joined as always by David Harrison. You can find everything that we're doing over at BucksNation.com. Make sure you follow along on Twitter at Locked On Bucks, at JayArko underscore Bucks, at DH82 underscore Bucks, and at Bucks underscore Nation. As always, this episode is brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. Book your own with Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com. Be there. Do that. Get rewarded. David, we have more voicemails. Let her rip. Hey, guys. It's Tommy from Deltona. I just had a, I just had a quick take on the uh, Jamie Stallings, some interceptions in uh, OTAs or mini camp or whatever. Uh, this is a time for the team to experiment, the offense to experiment with the uh, some different plays. I know it's a new offense for Jameis and everything, so I'm not making a big deal about it. Uh, I know some people NFL Live was kind of talking about it today. Uh, I'm not making a big deal. I don't think it's a big thing. Uh, I think this is a time to experiment. This is a new offense. Uh, as long as they clean up their act and or as long as he cleans up his act and gets it straight for training camp, I don't think it's going to be a problem. Uh, looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say. Thanks. Yeah, we've known this about Jameis for a long time. When it comes to training camp, OTAs, things like that, he's going to test his limits. And he's going to do that in practice so he knows what where his limits are come game day. That's why he hasn't ever been a quote-unquote practice player. That practice is where he's going to make the majority of his mistakes. And I realize you know, people may come at me and say, you know, well, he always throws interceptions, yada, yada, yada. Well, you know, how many times is he having to force passes because the Bucks are losing by 17 points in the fourth quarter and he doesn't have a choice, you know? So he's going to test his limits. He's going to test out different spots. He's going to try to develop that kind of chemistry with his receivers, get down the timing. And when you're implementing a new system and you're trying out a completely new playbook, even more mistakes are going to happen. So yeah, there's absolutely no need to panic. This is the time to do it. You know, just just let it roll. Zero concerns about uh, interceptions thrown in OTAs, mini camps, training camp. Honestly, even the preseason, I, I I couldn't care less because, like you said, James, this is the time for James Winston for this offense really to find their left and right limits. It's their time to figure out uh, where they're most effective, where James Winston can hit. Mike Evans the best, where he can hit Chris Godwin the best, where he can hit Rashad Perryman the best, so on and so forth. And you don't do that by doing what you already know you can do. What you got to do is go out there and say, okay, maybe we can't do this, or can we do this? We don't know if we can do this. We've never tried before, so let's try that. And then you slowly but surely figure out what can be done, what can't be done. It could it could be a very simple uh, matter of you know let's let's try this route from this alignment and this formation that Jameis Winston has never seen in this offense before he's never seen Chris Godwin run this specific route from this specific uh, position this specific stem and break against this defensive look so let's see if it works in this look and maybe it works and then they line up the same offensive lineman against a different defensive front and a different defensive look and it doesn't work that's how you figure out what you're capable of doing so I have, I have zero issue with it whatsoever in fact uh, the more this team finds out what they're not capable of, the better they'll be able to leverage what they are capable of. So I'm actually kind of happy to hear it. All right. Caller number two. 
Hey guys, this is uh, Alex from Tampa, currently in Albuquerque. Uh, I've been listening to your podcast for uh, about a month now. I like it. Uh, I appreciate what you guys do. Um, uh, the the ads are kind of annoying, which is the main reason I'm calling. I wish you guys would put them all at the beginning or or maybe all at the end. Um, I listen to podcasts while I'm doing the dishes, so every time an ad pops up, you know, uh, I, I would have to stop, dry my hands get past the ads, and, and, and then, like, kind of repeat the process constantly. Uh, I listen to, like, 10 other podcasts. Uh, like, no one no one does that. No one's putting them in every 10 minutes. They're usually always at the beginning. Uh, so I do hope you guys consider kind of switching that around. Uh, if I had to guess, it's probably, like, a higher-up thing where you're not really able to have the, uh, the say to, to, uh, to, like, where you put them in at. Um, so do consider that. Uh, you guys are great, though. So uh, I appreciate everything. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. All right, Alex, uh, very much appreciate the phone call. I, uh, I'm i very excited to hear that we have a listener in Albuquerque. I have family in Albuquerque, and it is absolutely one of my favorite places on earth. Um, so really appreciate you joining the podcast and, and sticking with us. Unfortunately, the ads are kind of above our pay grade. We are told who's going to be advertising with us and where they need to be placed on what days. So that's kind of, we just, we have to do what the boss men tell us to do. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, we talked about this a little bit on the last episode with the iTunes review. It's, it's going to be one of those situations, brother, where we just got to say, we just work here. We don't make the rules. Uh, but again, it's, uh, it's, and I can imagine, like, I, you know, I, I understand uh, what you're saying is kind of off topic, James, but my wife and I religiously, we either stream or we watch DVR on TV. We don't watch anything really live. Like the only live show I watch is sports, obviously, uh, and Game of Thrones, which is HBO. So there's no commercials. So I get it. But yes, there are certain times we have to put the commercials in. Um, what I can tell you is that what we try to do is put them in early enough and late enough so that the meat of the episode is uninterrupted because I definitely empathize with you there um, on, on the commercial. So, so we do take that into consideration. I want you guys to know that and kind of a rule that we've just kind of made is that when we have a guest on, um, we don't do any commercials while the the guest is being interviewed. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) if there's ever an interview, you know, like Chris Godwin or Ryan Jensen or any, you know, Rocky sin or whoever we might get in the future. That's that's something that you can count on is that once the interview starts with said person, uh, that interview will go on uninterrupted until the until the end. And we'll make we'll wait to put the ads in the beginning in front just because, you know, I don't know. Uh, but that's that's something we do for you. Hopefully that's you know, it's it's really the best we can do. So hopefully you can appreciate that small victory, I suppose, is that we do take those things into consideration. It's uh, it's something that we do at least take to heart and uh, we appreciate yeah, and uh, if if you're ever uh, you know inspired to to send one of your you know, locked on bucks podcast hosts some sopapillas, uh, just go ahead and DM me, and uh, I'll I'll give you my address. David, I you ever Alex, had? I think Alex is probably going to tell you to buy your own sopapillas with your ad money. I'll 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 reimburse him for sure, but oh, sopapillas in in Albuquerque are just so good. All right. And I, I got to know, Alex, the next time you call in, I need to know, are you a red chili guy or a green chili guy? Very important question. You're such I, a foodie. I was a chef for 15 years. <sighs> yeah, that's true, I guess. 
I don't know. I don't ask people what breeds of dogs they have in their house. Like you know. should. I don't. But see that. Have you ever been to Albuquerque? I've been through Albuquerque. One of the things I guess this is like a a, a, a West thing, uh, especially like Southwest, is anytime you order any kind of food, the server will ask you red or green, and that means do you want red chili or green chili on it because. There's chili on everything. So I discovered my my first time out there, I tried the red chili and I tried the green chili, and I'm a green chili guy. So every meal that I got out there, it had green chilies on it. Fair enough. So, yeah, it's... Uh, in fact, Princess Nikki on Twitter, that was one of the first conversations she and I ever had. I found out she lived in Albuquerque, and I said to her, I was like, oh, my God. I have family out there and I got to go out. It's one of my absolute favorite places. And she responded with red or green. As soon as she knew that I had been there, she asked me red or green. All right. All right. All right. It's very much a thing. I guess I just don't speak the lingo. (laughs) So, all right, Uh, David, let's move on to our next voicemail. David James, I have a very interesting story that involves the Buccaneers. Tennessee State Speaker of the House and his top aide, Cade Coffrin, were texting one another. And in those texts that were revealed, they referred to black people as idiots. And they also referred to Jameis Winston, insisting that Jameis Winston be called a thug N-word. This is breaking news. Uh, this just came out like two days ago, and I haven't seen anybody pick this up yet. But I suggest you guys look it up and see what's going on with this. Obviously, somebody is, I should say, misbehaving or acting stupid, but I don't know what to say, man. This is crazy. Cade Cawthron, he is a, uh, he is the top aide to the state speaker of the house, calling Jameis Winston a thug N-word. This is a crazy report. I don't know what to say. Anyway, guys, take it easy. David, you want to take this one first, or you want me to keep going? Sure thing. I I, uh, I, I was giving you the option. <laughs> <laughs> so the story is actually older, right? Yes. Yeah. So James and I did we missed this, um, but this actually first came out a while back. I don't know exactly when, but it came out a little while back. I don't know what we were doing, James, but we weren't aware of this. And I don't remember any outlets really harping on it too long, if at all. It's it's really not news that that there are people who don't like Jameis Winston. There are Buccaneers fans who don't like Jameis Winston. What obviously is news is any type of public official celebrity, uh, you know, just regular human being that has people with eyeballs uh, looking at their stuff you know, using racially charged language and, and calling people uh, thugs or whose name calling in general, that's that's not warranted. Uh, racism does not really shock me. I don't know. It just it just doesn't. We're, n- we're not going to get into a racial discussion, I don't think, on Locked on Bucks, but racism is is a, is, is a thing. I mean, I'm aware of it. I'm sure James is aware of it. Jameis uh, uh, is aware of it. James is aware of it. Greco, I'm sure you're aware of it. Uh, all of our listeners should be aware of it. Uh, it's a thing. It, it, it exists. It's real. It's, uh, yeah. So it's it's obviously disappointing whenever you have somebody who's supposed to be a leader of any type, uh, especially one who's supposed to be a representative of a group of people participating in, in those types of activities. But it's, 
yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. It's just, uh, it's disappointing, but you know, it is, it is what it is. Um, not that it's acceptable. There's just not a whole lot more that, I mean, I could get angry and rant, um, about how wrong racism is and how harmful it could potentially be. But, uh, I don't think that any representatives from Tennessee listen to the show and I don't vote in Tennessee. I would just, I guess, say that, uh, if you, well, I don't know what, what happened to this guy. Um, but if he's someone who will be running for office again in the future, maybe use this. If you don't like racism, maybe don't vote for him. It doesn't matter what Jameis says. It doesn't matter what Jameis does. It doesn't matter what facts come out. It doesn't matter what what other people have said that have proven to be lies or fabricated or what. The people that are entrenched in their belief that Jameis Winston is a bad person are never going to change. You combine that with the narrow-minded and ignorant view of the type of person, Greco, that you were talking about that somehow has this office in, in Tennessee. And these are the kind of things that are going to be said. There's no excuse for it. But unfortunately, I don't think there's a, for lack of a better term, cure for it either. And David, I I agree. We're not going to get into a a crazy in-depth racial discussion on this show. You you and I were kind of discussing this off air and and we we had a pretty constructive conversation i would think and look i'm not gonna sit here and pretend to know what it's like to have that happen you know i am a white male i've i have not had that experience towards me having somebody with this level of power or be in an in a significant office say something like this about a person that he does not know because of a perception that he has from falsehoods in the media. It's unfortunate, but there are there are leaps and bounds that we have to take to try to eradicate things like this. And it's a very, very long process, unfortunately. It, the story wasn't picked up because at the end of the day, it's... People are going to say things like that about Jameis for as long as he's in the public eye because that's the overall public perception of somebody who had been falsely accused of some things. The facts are out there for those that want to look for it, but I I gave up trying to show people the truth a long time ago. What what I will say is, I mean, this this individual, I can't remember his name anymore, his opinions, his aides' opinions, whoever was sending which part of the text, their opinions of Jameis Winston. I mean, I, I don't think Jameis cares about their opinion. Uh, I don't care about their opinion. I doubt they've ever met Jameis or know Jameis. And again, it's it's kind of like the Indomitian Sioux stuff, right? Um, obviously not on the same scale, but we can, you know, the, the best thing that any of us can do is try to show people who only see one side of a story, both sides of the story. But if you're talking about somebody who absolutely insists on only believing 
uh, or leaning on one side of the story, it's not something you're going to be able to affect anyway. It doesn't mean it's not worth talking about, you know, uh, fighting for, marching for, processing for any of it in the right forum. I just, again, this is locked on Bucks. We try to talk about the Buccaneers. We try to talk about football. Um, it's not that, you know, I don't know. I don't want to get into the, you know, uh, stick to basketball or stick to sports or anything like that. Um, there's definitely a forum and a time and a place for this stuff. If I ever got invited onto like a political or a social justice type of platform, then I would be happy to voice my opinion and defend it against anybody who disagrees with it. But this forum is for this. is This is our forum to talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So as it relates to Jameis Winston, I don't care what anybody in Tennessee has to say about Jameis Winston. You heard me, Evan Winter. Um, <laughs> and uh, I don't think Jameis does either. So that's where I'm going to kind of leave that. David, we will wrap up this episode with another iTunes review. This one comes in, oh boy, from success. That's D-N-A-H-A-A-A-G-K-A-K-F-J-A-F-J-G-A-K-S-K-S. So hopefully I pronounced that correctly. Five-star review. The title says Go Bucks. And they said, never miss a show. Keep it up, guys. Great work. Well, I'm going to call you Dina because the first three letters of this username is D-N-A. Very much appreciate the review. Um, please call in and let us know how to pronounce that because I'm really interested how close I got. Yeah, uh, we appreciate it, obviously. Um, you know, just like everybody, I mean, if you have any other recommendations for the show, by all means, drop them on us and we will do our best to make this show everything that you all want it to be. Absolutely. And of course, you can do so. By leaving us your voicemails at 813-444-5841 or get a hold of us on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayArco underscore Bucks, at DH82 underscore Bucks, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Uh, the Locked On Bucks DMs are open. In fact, David, I think my DMs are open too, but DM the Locked On Bucks account because David runs that. Please make sure you're subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. Uh, leave us those five-star reviews over at Apple Podcasts. They really help other Buccaneers fans find us. Make sure you are subscribing on the new Himalaya app. It's free. It's really easy to use, and it has every podcast you could possibly hope for. You can create your own playlist. There's collections. You can follow you know, all your shows and your favorite creators. You can like and comment on individual episodes really really great stuff and um real quick a shout out to our friends over at grip six check them out gripsix.com forward slash lock that's l-o-c-k-e check out some of the great deals that they have for you just in time for father's day hope you all have a safe wonderful and enjoyable weekend and thank you so much for joining us right here at locked on Bucks.